0: Knox here On a hill It's foggy and rainy But I'm not too far From the boat. I just ate. I'm stopped The old standby A lamb chop a baked potato and uh, roast broccoli. Yum! I always eat my green vegetables, and I eat my vegetable peels. Key to good health. Um. So, tomorrow is November twenty-second. And it is... Well, we all know what happened on November 22nd in 1963, but in 1968, there was good news. That was the day the Beatles' White Album was released. And I remember the advertising campaign at the time was the most, the tagline was, the most eagerly anticipated album of all time. And that was true. Uh, We had bought, you you bought your album in advance at the record store and you got a receipt. And uh, the day it was released, tomorrow, 50 years ago, you went to the record store and waited in line and gave you your receipt, and they gave you your album. Mono or Stereo. And I remember, I can't remember how far it was before the actual release, but all the radio stations in the Bay Area, uh, there was an embargo, and they couldn't play it until 4 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, and I don't remember... Which Friday it was, whether it was a week before the album came out or the day before, two weeks—I don't know—but I remember I was working um, my first job I had. I was helping make in, uh, uh, costume jewelry. It was—it was, it was uh, sort of fake, uh, you know, vintage jewelry, and you know, I was doing that. My first job was it was fun, and I had the radio on, and I remember. Um, some station was playing it ahead of the four o'clock embargo, and i was i was i was so affronted by their egregious violation of the agreement I didn't even listen to it as much as I wanted to because I do believe in honoring one's commitments and uh i didn't anyway in, in, so but you know the thing about the white album it was. It, it was not well-received by a lot of critics. They wanted another Sgt. Peppers or something like that. Um, and I remember some... Uh, a writer for Time much later saying that The Who's Tommy was a far greater uh, accomplishment than The White Album, which is ridiculous. Who listens to Tommy anymore? Um, maybe Pinball Wizard, right? Uh, there, there are a couple of good, song, great songs on there. Don't get me wrong, but I mean the, the White Album itself was, and remains. I've been listening to it a lot. I bought the a new remastered version. Again, some people don't like it. I happen to like it. It's got all the Esher demos. It's got a lot of outtakes, and all, it's just it's reminding me why the Beatles. Filled up most of the universe in my head back then, and uh, it's the songs are just phenomenal, and, and how they are pieced together. Uh, it was such a strange time. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to convey how weird that time was. I lived in Berkeley. We'd had riots throughout the, um, you know, th- through the summer on the street. You'd go to a movie, you'd come out, the cops would be shooting tear gas down the street. Um, I had been going to Cal in the summer quarter and then I had withdrawn from Cal and that's when I got the job. Um, and, um, very dark time, you know, um, the democratic national convention had happened and the riots there and the, Chicago, you know, uh, the Nixon, the new Nixon, came back, and the Vietnam War was escalating. Johnson had said he wasn't going to run for president again. Bobby Kennedy had been killed. Martin Luther King had been killed. Um, there was, you know, a lot of bad acid in in um, Berkeley, and bad drugs. I mean, speed was. Ascendant heroin was starting to happen. Uh, the whole scene had just sort of turned and gone a lot darker. Um, it it wasn't fun in many ways, um, but the White Album. It was like a, a city, a shining city on a hill, opening with the with um, back in the USSR. It was so much fun, just, and then Dear Prudence, and then Glass Onion, and and on through the whole thing. And, 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 and it, you know, it was pure rock and roll, and just, you know, it was a band playing music. And what's apparent now with the release of the outtakes and everything, um, how much work went into every song, um, you know, Back then, we just you know, we just thought they were celestial be- beings who just you know beamed us information every so often in the form of uh, record albums. Um, but it's very it's it's really clear how hard they worked on every song to get every song right, and um, so yeah, it's like. Um, I think it's important to discuss the context uh, and what uh, what, a, what a relief the album was, uh, and it was just so pure, and it was you know just the the, the range of music, uh, you know, from from Lennon's "Julia" to McCartney's. Mother Nature's Son, beautiful acoustic ballads to Helter Skelter and Revolution Number no. Nine, um, and everywhere in between. Um, and with the exception of O Oblada," O Bla Da, every song, every note, every intonation rang true to us. It was pure Beatles. George Martin's arrangements were magnificent, and the song sequences, uh, as such, a disparate group of recordings. But they—they they all each side had its own personality. Each side was its own journey, leading to the next side, and you get. <laughs> You get to the end of Good Night and you want to go right back to back in the USSR. It was incredible. And I can tell you with utter certainty, 50 years out from the day it was released, that the White Album stands as their greatest album. And frankly, it was their last album. I don't care about Abbey Road. I don't care about Let It Be or anything else. The White Album was the greatest The last greatest statement of the Beatles as a band. And this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you over and out.